Wellness Without Mystique, a podcast where we process politics, sex, and the unrelenting firehose of bullshit in the news through an unapologetically feminist lens. Each week we begin by venting about the news, go deep on one important issue, call out terrible things happening below the top headlines in a segment called We See You, and then we'll end with something hopeful, but not today. <laughs> <laughs> not today. We're not doing any of that today uh, because we're just kind of getting back into the swing of things after a unplanned hiatus, uh, and we just kind of wanted to get an episode out where we're like kind of loosely chatting and downloading about the crazy just all the craziness there's so much going on we obviously won't be able to we can't cover everything globally horrifically <laughs> happening but just touching base with each other on mm-hmm. some of the things that sound either most recently worrisome or like most overwhelming or upsetting I don't know everything's bad um mm-hmm. a lot of bad because um, we've been busy we've been reading books every fucking week you guys <laughs> and interviewing authors and you're gonna hear all about it wow we haven't just been sitting idle on our thumbs we've been literatic liter literate literatic yeah. no has no none of those books none of those books but uh, uh no. no we've been <laughs> literate as hell so yeah, we've read some really great books and poetry. We've had some great authors, and um, I have uh, some editing to do so that we can send. But you'll be hearing them, and we'll be releasing those, um, you know, in the coming weeks. Uh, and really excited for everyone to hear about that. One note the, about the unplanned hiatus, which like poor Erin has had to hear like every single week that we've recorded other things. <laughs> She's like, I can recite this story. Um, Tell it, girl. <laughs> no, I'm going to give you the sparkest of spark notes. I actually recorded such a long thing last week and planned to upload it and just thought, mm, that sounds like the l- raving, like a raving lunatic. <laughs> um, it's too in the weeds. So without getting into the weeds, I will just say, the last couple of months, there's been a really distressing thing happening in our building. Um, we live in Seattle. There um, was a drug dealing squatter who basically moved into a build into the unit right next door to us when the guy who lived there before died of a drug overdose. Basically, his dealer moved in, claimed to be able to uh, claimed that she was his fiance, even though that was a lie, but she was able to use the vagaries of this new Seattle bill called the roommate ordinance, which was meant to help people during the pandemic. She was able to use that to basically, um, stay in his space after he died, after he overdosed. And she, um, was dealing drugs just openly with people, dealers, other users. It was like this open air, very obvious, very upsetting and escalating in danger, uh, situation that was happening at our apartment complex and right next door to us. And we're in the patio and this was a patio unit. So it was like very stressful um, and kind of at all hours. So like we'd wake up in the middle of the night and like you would be hearing things. So we had told people about it, the police, our councilmen, building management was trying to deal with it. But like it felt like there was nothing because in Seattle, they're not prosecuting the drug. Um, they're not prosecuting drugs right now, drug dealing, drug using, just not at all. And it was just attracting a bunch of 'er (laughs) ne'er-do-wells to our alley. Um, And so we really tried to flag this. We we created a Dropbox with tons of evidence against these people. And still nothing was able to be done, which was really scary to us. Like, at what point are you going to be able to step in as police, um, law enforcement? (laughs) At what point can we evict these people who have no right to be here? 
And we kept saying, it's going to escalate, it's going to escalate. And um, finally, we were able to get an armed guard for our building while we were in the process of trying to figure this out. And the armed guard uh, ended up within a couple of days of being there being really badly injured. He was shot four times at close range by someone who was known and affiliated with the woman, the drug dealer. Um, and it was just a really, uh, even at that point, she wasn't able to be um, removed from the apartment. Um, it took extenuating action on the part of the building, um, which I'm not sure if I can like comment publicly on yet, but like extenuating um, a- activity. It wasn't, it wasn't law enforcement. It wasn't the city council to get this woman out. And it was just a very scary kind of awful experience to be um to have to to be happening and to just feel very powerless um and so it kind of all goes to just show uh you know I was saying before we started recording that as we kind of go through all the terrible things that are happening in the news and as we think about the midterms and Democrats possibly losing everything <laughs> uh, and there was that great daily episode about how uh, great I mean depressing scary but how a Republican governor might win New York and um, <laughs> um, I've never been closer to viscerally understanding a protest vote or a vote to say I'm not happy with what's going on like my politics are still you know pretty much squarely where they've always been but there is a Republican who seems not crazy uh running against patty murray and i'm not going to vote for her but i understand people being tempted to say like fuck this i want patty murray to feel like burned i want people to feel scared you know that my vote is not being taken for granted here like and that democrats need to work harder for the votes that they are just assuming they're going to get so it's just an interesting place like when you feel this like feeling viscerally scared for a long period of time has really made me um and then watching how like the councilman in 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 seattle who i think we should absolutely vote out he's up for election next year dan strauss fuck him fuck you if you're listening (laughs) he's not but like still (laughs) fuck you um (laughs) he was the guy who banned media from the quote-unquote public meeting yep Yep. And so, yeah, that community meeting, he really shot himself in the foot. No pun. I mean, God, we shouldn't be using shooting metaphors, but he really screwed the pooch there because he he did. He banned media. That's and then- okay. Screwing the pooch is okay, Maria. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, he was awful. And he then he really, the thing that really felt almost next level um, manipulative, and I really need to be aware of this when I'm consuming media now, is he blamed in in his apology for banning media he actually blamed the community and said that he wanted the community to be able to voice their opinions without becoming a meme and we know what that means that means what he's winking and nodding at twitter is what what he's saying and what they absolutely thought he was saying was i didn't want people who are going to be a karen to be you know outed for being a karen and the frustration as someone who was in the meeting and desperately wanted media to cover it was no one in the meeting was behaving like a Karen. Everyone had very nuanced, thoughtful comments about, look, we want, there are lots of things that we want in terms of helping people who are homeless, people who need help. We're, we're so on board with that. Behavioral health services, yes. But also the violent criminality that's been allowed to persist we need to do something about police need to be able to arrest someone who is brandishing a weapon you know um so 
I don't know what that I don't know what that makes me. My dad used the word law and order liberal. Oh jeez. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye girl. Uh, so I was just like that's hilarious. But um, um, I, um. <laughs> But I do think that there are a lot of people and I've now been talking to tons of different people in Seattle just through the course of this this situation where we're all kind of looking around going I mean, I don't feel like I have to trumpet my like shout from the rooftops my liberal bona fides. I think my my heart is still exactly where it's been, but I feel that we all are like having some level of public health and public safety that extends to the people who are just trying to like live their lives. Like that yeah. has to be a part of the the plan. So, yeah, that's kind of where I've been at. <laughs> well, and I think like part of the it's such a there's there's much nuance within this um mm-hmm. like the roommate or i haven't read the letter of the law to what that roommate ordinance is it sounds like there are good aspects to it you know it's like if your husband died of covid and you couldn't make rent and then you're kicked down the street like that's not good but right if you're there should be something in place where if the person left in that apartment is you know dealing drugs allowing um trespassers to the building you know people with weapons things Mm -hmm. like that where it's not just like you know oh they're smoking weed it's annoying it's like no she was dealing like heroin or something laced with fentanyl like Mm -hmm. crazy um crazy stuff and the police like they're (laughs) from what i can from what i've gathered there seems to be like an understaffing going on Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. um you know, it's not super en vogue to be a cop right now. And I mean, the whole institution of policing is fucked. But like, if there was that, that beautiful idea of this, like, joint force that was police officers who show up when there is someone with a weapon or something like that, mm-hmm. and, and or trained people who show up um, with more like psych backgrounds for mental health issues, things like that. Um, one thing I'm just like, I go back and forth on is like involuntary drug rehab and Mm. things like that. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, and I don't know. I haven't, I haven't formed a conclusion on that because I feel like it's really hairy. And you're talking about Ricky's law, like the new one in Washington. No, I don't, I didn't Um, know. I was just talking about like the general um, concept of it. I didn't realize Uh. that was a thing. Um, (laughs) Well, c- continue. I <laughs> How dare you? And then it's like we think about safety, we think about police, and you know, feeling unsafe is one of the absolute worst feelings. And I remember living in one place, and like there was just someone who just kept knocking on my fucking window and mm-hmm. like threateningly, and I would just like go hide in the bathroom. But then I think about like people of color, and the presence of police makes them less safe, you know. Right. And so it's like, how do we create this? how do we truly create this this idea of this joint force that has people who are trained to de-escalate and trained in providing mental health resources, drug resources? How do we get people to take those resources? And mm-hmm. how do we establish when there actually needs to be someone there um, with a gun? Or do you need a gun? Unless it's like, mm-hmm. you know, because you just have a taser. Because, you know, cops be are using guns in, in ways that aren't always great as well. So it's it's hard to know how, you know, and like when we say defunding the police, we mean refund it, you know, reimagining how we fund mm-hmm. instead of like 
this armor, mm-hmm. <laughs> like tanks and shit, um, creating these de-escalation type people and these other types of professionals to kind of join forces, um, so to speak, and create something effective where mm-hmm. if you've got someone shooting a gun just willy-nilly, right, someone can respond to that versus maybe someone's having like a mental breakdown in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. And you don't want someone showing up with a gun who doesn't know how to deal with that because, you know, that doesn't usually end well either. So, like, how do we – and then things like the roommate ordinance. How do we create laws that protect people without accidentally endangering other people, you know? Right, right. Just embracing the nuance and being like, look, things are complicated, but we're all very – like, the people in government should be – we're electing people to make sensible, smart, and nuanced decisions about this. And let's think about the eventualities. Let's think about how we can guard against, like, just the bad actors. Think about if I am, like, a manipulative drug lord, like, what am I – how am I viewing the roommate ordinance? And, like, mm-hmm. how can I just make sure that, like – if that person gets, sinks their teeth into something, like we can extricate them from that without blanket, you know, um, disenfranchising or 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 harming a lot of like a vulnerable population who, um, a, a lot of in a lot of instances, this type of law would be super helpful. Um, one other note, just because I, uh, you know, you bring up the taser and guns, and I, I feel like it's worth noting, you know, the the security guard, even though he was armed. He never drew his gun on this man, even though he had the gun was drawn on him. And it's devastating in the video because, guys, the video is on Twitter. I mean, there's two different angles and like lots of it is there. It's awful. Don't watch it. But like if you do, you can see that he he has his taser out um, and he has I think he also had pepper spray or something. And he attempted to pepper spray the guy um, Mm. and the guy just started shooting at him. and that's that's yeah. so upsetting because it it doesn't really. Uh, other security guards who we talked to, <laughs> like, were like, "Oh man, I mean, he, one of them was like, gosh, I would have done that differently.' Meaning, like, I think what I was taking that to mean is like, I would have drawn my gun. Yeah, and I was thinking like, this poor security guard was like trying not, not to, to kill somebody, <laughs> not to kill someone, you know? Yeah. So it's just as fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wildly wildly awful and it's hard to yeah know exactly what uh, what to do with things like that and of that like roommate law like how many more cases like this happen how many good you know like i wish when these things go into effect they would collect data and then mm-hmm. from that data you'd be like okay this actually worked really well except for this there's this caveat and these few times this happened and now we can fix that like how do they mm-hmm. keep track because with every good law there's going to be some examples and some outliers and and some shit and you know do some tweaking when something's new but it would be interesting Mm -hmm. to know like what actually who's being helped who's being served who's not how is it bad you know I don't know what kind of accountability there is on things like that I think there'll be I look forward to sort of I'm definitely following this now I mean this was a when it was initially made our for the former mayor Jenny Durkin didn't sign it because even she knew it would pass without her signing it. So she just said, you know, I realize it's already passing, but I want to register my concern that this is too vague. There's a lot of like ways in which I think there's, there are going to be so many court cases that come up with this where there's not actually going to be a a direction one way or the other. And it's going to cause a huge 
like glut of cases in the court and that's what's happened um there but i will link there's a kuw reporter who's doing a big investigative story on this like start to finish and like really getting into like the man who died the initial man who died of an overdose um this poor man (laughs) um so uh I will link to it when it when it comes out and I will definitely post it on Twitter for people who are interested because I do feel like it's it's like a human story of like a variety of people getting caught up in something um, scary and ultimately leading to some people's deaths and some people's, you know, permanent having permanent injuries. Um, I'll also link to the security guards. Um, GoFundMe again because um, going to need help. That man needs help. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> what next? You want to talk about the triple demic? You want to talk about Nancy Pelosi's husband? You want to talk about Elon Musk? You want to, what do you want to oh admit her? God. Uh, we have a smorgasbord to choose from. We really do. I mean, I guess just because it just happened, like, Jesus Christ, Paul Pelosi, he's 82, right? Getting attacked in his home in San Francisco um, by someone who um was looking for nancy and shouting where's nancy with a hammer like ah terrifying apparently like a super um i mean most physical attacks are violent to some degree but apparently like quite violent yeah and the fact that because initially when it was reported on or when i first read about it there wasn't that where's nancy detail and then that came out because i was what i'm like is there any chance this was random because it was, I'm assuming it's a nice house and people yeah. like to burglarize those. Um, and I had a feeling, a sinking feeling. It probably wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not like a Pelosi stand, but that's right. a hair. It's awful. It's awful. And right. like, no matter who it is, you know, it's like if it was AOC or something, oh my God. Like Ugh. if you're targeting, um, not that... <laughs> Nancy, you know, what I mean. <laughs> I know. Um, but it's just, it's really terrifying that because there's just been so many more um, threats against politicians and public figures like this, mm-hmm. especially with like the Trump Republican violent inciting bullshit that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, there was someone who targeted, who like threatened, I forget who it was, but threatened some Republican leader too. So that did happen. But mm-hmm. um from what I've looked at, it seems like the majority of the uh, of the violent threats are against um, liberal people or Democrats. Um, not always <laughs> Democrats aren't always most liberal, like Nancy Pelosi. Right. Uh, but <laughs> it's really um, chilling that they were able to get into her house. Yeah. And you know, you would assume someone like Nancy Pelosi, who gets a lot of threats. And he has, you know, a, you know, a pretty significant position from which she should retire um, mm-hmm. unrelated <laughs> to this. I've thought that for a long time. Yep. Uh, if if her house can get broken into and her husband can get violently attacked, sent to the hospital where they think he'll be OK, they think. But um, what makes me nervous? Yeah. Why? How? Because mm, I just sometimes I assume. I mean, the January 6th thing and the uh, some of the organization around that did challenge this idea. But for a while, I assumed there was some, like a kind of an inherent ineptitude mm-hmm. to a lot of these people making these threats against progressives. Um, yeah. But, I mean, January 6th showed there was a very, like, well-organized, surrounded by idiots and buffoons. Yeah. But there was, mm-hmm. like, at the center of it, a very well-organized group 
Um, and yeah, the fact that, and who we're going to find out more about this fucking person who did this. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we've heard threats before, but I have, you know, I haven't seen um, a successful, I mean, they didn't get to Nancy, but I mean, they're old Paul. Right. And there were, I mean, this seems like so far down the memory hole at this point, but there were like pipe bombs that were put mm-hmm. in a bunch of leaders um, or targeted, a whole bunch of leaders were targeted by pipe bombs in, I think, 2020 around the election, mm-hmm. like including Nancy Pelosi and like a bunch of, but it's, this is like, well, these are people who are well armed. They're mm-hmm. a lot of them are like truth social type people. I think I saw a news article from today about how a lot of, um, a court ruled in Arizona that um, people can basically monitor voting sites with their, with like rifles. Like, and so you can have like armed people, which is voter intimidation. I mean, it feels Mm -hmm. pretty blatant, Um, but this is supposedly like to monitor any like election fraud, but it's like, that is really dark. And the fact that it looks like that was permitted in a, in Arizona for early voting is um, not a good sign. Yeah, because you don't need, but you don't need to monitor for voting fraud with a gun. Just or a random citizen at all. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it doesn't really happen. And no. the few documented times that we have of it, it, it's either like a mistake or it's a Republican. Like, yeah, what? Like there was a couple of people who voted Democrat who didn't realize as felons they couldn't vote. And they oh. got put back in jail like that. Those are oh. the literal only examples of Democratic voter fraud in the past many years. Oh, my uh, God. That was on my We See You from last week. The video of that poor, confused man in Florida mm-hmm. being like, what? Why would you let me vote then if I wasn't allowed to vote? Yeah. Ugh. And the other, yeah, the other like known cases are people voting Republican knowingly for like with their dead parents, like names and stuff like that. So. There isn't this, like, fucking... And we'll get more into, like, the voter front and, like, speaking of, let me scroll oh. in my notes. Yeah. Get into um, it. Get into <laughs> it. Where did I put... Did I note it down? Um, oh, yeah. So, after the 2020 election, um, if y'all will, will recall, uh, Trump allies attempted to access machines in several states, hoping to find evidence of rigged results. Um... We knew that, but what's new is uh, apparently forensics experts paid by a nonprofit run by a pro-Trump lawyer were able to copy voting system data in Georgia, and this data has been presented incorrectly as evidence of fraud, um, trying to sow mistrust in election results ahead of the midterms. Um, So, cool. Great. Cool, cool, cool. Love it. Scary. Yeah, yeah. The midterm. I guess mid, we're talking a little bit about the midterms before getting into <laughs> musky boy um, on Twitter and my range there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot. <laughs> I can't keep up with the Elon Musk Twitter thing, and I'm on Twitter Ugh. a fair amount. <laughs> I hate him. He's such, yeah. I, there, I'm sure there's much more than what I've seen, but from what I have seen, I just want to. I, I mean, you know, I fucking hate that man. I know. So, it's so funny. Much. I hate I him so much. I mean, I dislike a lot of people, but I just really fucking hate him. <laughs> he literally was like, oh, I care about humans. You are hell. Um, fuck you, that. man. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> the midterms. November 8th. Um, 
I moved to a state where I have to do it in person, which I was like, wait, what? I know. <laughs> it's such a luxury. I got so used um, to voting by mail in Washington state, which is an amazing, wonderful system. So accessible. Really mm-hmm. should do that everywhere, mm-hmm. um, which I thought before. But now I'm like, wait, I have to go to my polling location <laughs> on a work day? Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> I know. <sighs> so funny. Yeah, we'll try. I get to work at 6 a.m. and, like, I get out when I can get out. But, like, I'm going to have to, like, leave during the day or something to do it. But anyway, I'll vote. It's like a long lunch. Yeah, I don't get lunches, Maria. Oh, I work in healthcare. Oh, God. that All the more reason for lunch. I know. I eat lunch. Don't get it twisted. It's just not, like, a leisurely break. It's like a shoveling food in my mouth kind of moment. No. You should get a break. That's... Yeah. Technically, I get a 30-minute break every day, girl, but... Every, for your whole day? Ugh. But I don't actually get one. That's what also, I'm also you're tending to, to wounds. I'm tending to wounds. Someone get this girl a full lunch break, please. Someone get me a break. Um, <laughs> break me off a piece. But, uh, yeah, the midterms are coming up, um, mm. which is a little bit spooky beans. Um, a lot is up grams um and you know there's some like there's some talk about oh because of roe v wade like democrats are gonna do better than we think and like i do i i think certainly that will motivate some people but Mm -hmm. people vote about the economy people vote about like their day-to-day lives which again roe v wade does um does impact Mm -hmm. uh but the economy is complicated mm-hmm. <laughs> right now and people tend to or at least a lot of people vote based on the party in office and blame them for every problem in their life yeah and like i don't like my life right now and there is a democrat in office i will not vote for a democrat now yeah um, which is a pretty like short-sighted kind of stupid in my opinion way to do it right um because one joe biden isn't every person on the democratic ticket and two i mean we could do a whole season on the economy so i'm not going to try to get into all the like nuance of it right now and i'm prepared to do that yeah Um, yeah, i I couldn't (laughs) but it's like there's still ripple effects from the pandemic global supply chains disrupted by it um there the war in ukraine has fucked with gas prices food prices added just the sort of like global uncertainty mm-hmm. um inflation is a whole damn thing and in trying to correct that we might end up with a recession even though the apparent i the u.s dollar is apparently strong as fuck right now i know it's like, time for what? a euro, euro trip <laughs> stronger than the pound which hasn't yeah. happened in a minute um yeah so that's interesting it just proves that nothing means anything um, yeah but there, you know, and there are certain like metrics where, you know, income has risen a lot in the last couple of years, but so has inflation. So it's not really keeping up and unemployment's mm-hmm. not as not so bad as it once was. But there's all kinds of metrics. Some are better than others. But most Americans at the end of the day <clears throat> feel like the economy is bad right now mm-hmm. um, and are hurting in some way. And um but Aaron, what about all the lazy millennials who are quiet quitting? <laughs> I mean, you know, just quiet quitting, eating my avocado toast. What? Mm, girl boss. Um, yeah, it's uh, 
it's a mess out there. And I don't think Joe Biden's perfect, but I, I don't think he is. Him and his administration are to blame for the economy right now. Like, yeah. No. I think that, like, no, 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 no. I mean, the economy. Even if they were future, like, whoever else was running wouldn't be because they're different people. Right, right. And it feels like the the economy is the one one of the few things where it's sort of like, oh, excuse me as I burp. Um, like, every new every new like power source is like well the economy is great over you know it was bad under my predecessor and I'm just recovering from that and now it's good and it just feels Mm -hmm. like there's an element of that with absolutely every person in charge and so any sort of conversation around the economy can be made to look good or bad depending on whatever Mm -hmm. you want to say you can just use manipulate whatever figures you want to to make a point and so it's it's while i don't love the price of eggs right now eight (laughs) dollars excuse me that's not excellent (laughs) that is not excellent um and i yeah I, i it's it's not great and i don't i i certainly feel it like i feel i do feel like the dollar is going way less you know is getting me less yeah. at the grocery store and that's a problem but um i also want democracy to survive so ultimately <laughs> yeah right <laughs> on balance <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah well and it's not like yeah it's not like trump made our economy better you know what i mean mm-hmm. like <laughs> that wasn't and there have been things like student loan for you know there are i'm not a joe biden stan but like i i think his administration could be doing a lot worse and there are areas where I definitely disagree but um a lot of the economic issues are have you know global causes um mm-hmm. that aren't easy to just you know we we live in the world mm-hmm. um and like with the federal reserve like they're trying trying to correct inflation might cause a recession it's like yeah which is why we should all just go live in the fucking woods and eat berries and just leave this all behind i know what and like the stock market isn't real none none of this is real (laughs) i know let me get my eggs (laughs) oh my gosh the stock market i mean news from the stock market i could not be more foreign to me Mm -hmm. and also yes as with everything else it's like this is a whole fake yeah. world and why do we still have billionaires no riddle, riddle me this it's so <laughs> fucking <sighs> so elizabeth which we'll warren's get, yeah. tax plan made so much sense elizabeth <laughs> warren why can she not be the president like fuck she's so uh, her policies are so mm, I know. good she's so smart but you know She's a woman, so. (laughs) Who are we going to get next? What the fuck is going to happen? I don't. (laughs) I am so nervous about this, like, teetering fucking world we're living in. Um, And uh, speaking of the midterms, um, gerrymandering, Republicans love to do this, which is Mm -hmm. basically where you draw your own uh, district lines in such a way that favors you and your party mm-hmm. um regardless of populations or size or anything that makes any sense it's mm-hmm. just like i'm gonna take my marker and do this so i win mm-hmm. um it's bad yeah. uh, there's a case that is um gonna be decided on uh, in the supreme court a lot of faith in them glad they're there <laughs> mm. so glad 
Yep, and apparently it has four out of six conservative support by way of opinion letters so far, which means (laughs) it's probably good. So um, basically it would uh, give state legislatures free reign to draw their congressional district boundaries over the objection of state courts, which could open the door for states to basically defy voters and assign electoral votes to whichever presidential candidate they want. So, oh my God. And according to Slate, they're like, although there are many persuasive arguments against this, um, including that it's inconsistent with text history and precedent of interpreting the U S constitution, um, that we've just filed an amicus brief uh, that there's a self-interested reason for the Supreme Court to reject it. Um, it will lead to a flood of new federal litigation that will undermine voter confidence in elections, harm legitimacy of the courts, and pave the way for a potential election subversion. So that feels like a whole basket full of great, um, you know, reasons not to do it. Any one of them is mm-hmm. significant enough to not do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, and we know our buddies care so much about precedent oh wait oh. roe v wade those fucks yes it's it's such a fucking sham um i don't i don't know like i feel like i've since we've started this podcast and before i've been like if this happens i'm finally fleeing the fucking country yeah but i feel like there might be a time where that happens you know yeah. like most places have pretty chill immigration policies for nurses and they get enough experience, which I think I can do by the time we enter our apocalyptic hellscape. But then it's also like, where am I going to go? Because fascism is rising every fucking where. Yeah. Like, and I'm not going to be able to afford like Elon Musk's like rocket to the moon. Um, but, oh, he said, but I can be like an indentured servant though, right? Oh, um, good for you. Good for yeah, all I of think, us. I think he said... <laughs> Or is that basis? One of them. <laughs> oh, I think that was ba- actually no. I don't remember which which one of those boys. Yeah, said you could like work to live on another planet. That um, sounds honestly just kill me. I would rather not <laughs> um, work to live on the moon. No, thank you. I just I know mm. no no mm. no. Um, yeah. what like who were you just uh, the, something you just said reminded me of um just another like oh in terms of gerrymandering that like hilariously and it's not funny at all it's like so depressing I'm just using the word hilarious too much the New York like in New York they tried to gerrymander so Democrats no one should be gerrymandering like I'm against gerrymandering for both parties Mm -hmm. Republicans do it more and they do it better but like occasionally Democrats try and they usually fucking fail to gerrymander. <laughs> and so in New York, and I didn't really know this that much until I was listening to the daily from a couple of days ago, which was like, Oh, Hey, New York might actually elect a Republican governor. Ah. Um, where they were basically talking about how um, different uh, New York basically tried to gerrymander a few districts and they overshot they overshot and so the new york like like the relatively liberal supreme court uh, or court of appeals there was like this is just beyond the pale you cannot do this and so then they ended up now we're stuck with like even more moderate <laughs> districts than we would have had before um because of like greedy greedy little little dems in new york trying to get too much and scarf up you know 
too many little districts there. Um, so this Ugh. is just like a plug to like, let's just not like I, the Supreme court really should have put some boundaries around gerrymandering and they've had many opportunities and they just yeah. keep going like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just move to popular vote? Oh my gosh. <laughs> You know, where each human being counts as one human being, regardless of where they live, and just, like, go for that. I know. I know. Otherwise, you know what? Like, if you're going to be a billionaire, at least use your power for good, and you can fund – all you would really need to do is fund 50,000-ish people to go live in, like, North Dakota and Idaho, and they would all just commit to voting Democrat, (laughs) and then you would put Democrats in the Senate in those states. Well – I don't volunteer. They're too busy. You don't get to be a billionaire by being a good person doing right by others, Maria. Like, if Uh, I had that much money to just, like, sort of piss around, that would be such a ridiculous experiment. I'd be like, I'm going to pay 50,000 millennials from Brooklyn and Seattle. You're going to go move to North Dakota on my dollar, and I'm going to pay you to just – all you need to do is vote. For I a don't Democrat, think you can pay them to vote though. A certain no, I pay, pay them, them to move. For, I'm paying wink, them to wink. move. I'm paying them with an understanding handshake, <laughs> mob boss. <laughs> oh, fully, fully. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously, mm. I can't explicitly say I'd pay them to vote, but like, yeah. if I had billions of dollars, don't define. Me. You could do a little wink, wink. <laughs> Just be like, yeah, the voting records are public record. You know, I know what I support. <laughs> and I hope you support that, too. Um, you know, I can afford for you to fly back. Can't afford to put you up. Uh, do what you want to do, though. Bye. Um, yeah, I fantasize about having a ton of money and where I'd give a bunch of it away. Mm-hmm. And, like, you could, like, literally, like, solve hunger and so many problems. And then also, like still have an- the thing about billionaires is you'd still have enough left over to have little fancy shit yeah you know it's like you could go solve world hunger and then be like and you know what i'm gonna have a fancy cheese plate yeah and like and a, multiple a houses help. probably yeah. like, like no maybe one's... a little boat um that's the thing it's like billionaires they can't have five super yachts though and i feel right. like you telling them you can't they can't have that is communist they earned it they worked <laughs> 20 billion times harder than, <laughs> than other people. It's so it's so absurd. It's so corrupt. It's just like, what have we built? Oh. Um, it is decaying around us. And the thing is, if like the world start like was ending tomorrow, they'd somehow be fine. And it's so unfair. And they're generally speaking, like the worst of the worst. You don't get to have that much money without squashing people along the way and stepping on them. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. shall we move to Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect transition. Go off on Elon. Elon. Um, he bought Twitter. He, yep, he um, officially owns Twitter. Uh, so he's already done some things. Mm-hmm. Um, fired a bunch of the top executives. Um, and apparently these were, like, people who were trusted by the employees of Twitter, um, including the head of legal policy, trust, and safety. Mm-hmm. Um, Elon wants to get rid of more staff, wants to loosen the rules on misinformation and hate speech, and reinstate some banned accounts. Um, sounds like including Donald Trump. Um mm-hmm. 
which makes sense because Elon and Donald are both unethical little wealth boys with daddy issues, desperate mm-hmm. for adoration. Mm-hmm. We have that in common. Um, Elon's uh, <laughs> this little quote. Mm. Uh, well, I think it's very important for there to be an inclusive <laughs> arena for free speech. Twitter has become kind of the de facto town square. So it's really important that people have both the reality and the perception that they're able to speak freely within the bounds of the law. Um, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater, Elon. Uh, the reason, so Trump being banned from Twitter, um, first he was suspended a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was banned for inciting violence and for spreading like provably wrong information that was also harmful. Mm-hmm. Which is like yelling, you know, fire in a, in a crowded theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's okay, tell me, Elon, what what will get you banned from Twitter? Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know. He says he he wants to what was it, a content moderation council. So I just put together. saw that. Um, mm. With why? So he wants a content moderation council with widely diverse viewpoints, which mm. sounds good in theory. But like, are some of those viewpoints going to be things that are factually false and mm-hmm. or um, immoral in that they deny the people who don't believe in civil rights for you know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. You can have, because yeah, it sounds good. Widely diverse viewpoints. Oh, we're going to represent, and his his fucking language of saying that we want to be inclusive mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> by including people who are, who are exclusive. You know, by including like transphobic, violent, racist, monstrous, misogynistic people. Yeah, to say whatever they want, even if and it's like they haven't banned misogyny or racism yeah. from Twitter. They right. ban things that like incite violence and incite mm-hmm. hate and spread misinformation. So, why, dear boy, must mm-hmm. you do this? You are going. You think you are the smartest fucking person in the world, and you are a buffoon. And you are going to like bull in a china shop. This whole country, this whole world. He's going to be the cause of the end of the world, and he's going to float <laughs> in his little rocket ship away from it and be fine, <laughs> and not even realize he ruined it. Uh, why musk he do this why musk he (laughs) why fucking musk he because he's gonna be the end of us all and he doesn't even see it and he is so fucking sure of himself and so egotistical and and uh, i hate him i fucking hate him and now he owns twitter and he's gonna own the whole world and Mm -hmm. we're just gonna let him have it because someone told him he was special once and he's not and he should fucking work a real job for a day in his life and see I I hate him I hate him so much I hate him yeah uh... anything to (laughs) (laughs) um I have it's funny that this sort of happened yesterday because it feels like in the background it's been happening for so long that I was Mm -hmm. just sort of like is he isn't he like and I sort of was like I refuse to be like on this roller coaster, mm-hmm. like the Elon ro- Twitter roller coaster. So when it really happened last night, even then I was sort of like, but did it though? You know, you're yeah. kind of wondering. Um, I I definitely don't like it. Um, I worry that Trump will be back on Twitter and I think that's going to be awful. Um, I also um, was reading, so I, 
Musk filed regulatory documents on Friday to remove shares from the New York Stock Exchange, which would end – this is – I'm reading from the New York Times. I'm not off the top of my dome knowing this um, – <laughs> effectively ending uh, a nine-year run as a public company. And so as a private company, Twitter's subject to fewer rules and can be more tightly controlled by the owner, which I think is like the nexus of my concern is sort of, uh, okay, this is sort of another – arm of sort of the Elon world now. Um, and Twitter has been, I mean, it's toxic and bad in a lot of ways, but it's also used by journalists. It's used across the world to mm -hmm. spread information and of course, misinformation super quickly. But um, I don't know where we're going to go. You know, where yeah. do you go if not to Twitter for, <laughs> people are probably like, oh my God, face palm like Maria. But Twitter is just such a great source of quick news. I mean, you, you have to curate who you're hearing it from. Like, make sure you're not, obviously, like if you follow a bunch of trolls and bots, you're going to get misinformation mm -hmm. galore. But I know, at least from running the FWM account, like I see most of the news I see is like verifiably um, true. And like there, when things are false, it it pops up in my news like, oh, this uh, exchange between the White House uh, chief of staff and um, a reporter uh, has been digitally altered, like mm -hmm. altered, fact checkers say, or whatever. So I guess, although, you know, maybe this is an opportunity for uh, Elon Musk, who's it's so easy from the outside to be like, they should be doing this, they should be doing that. Maybe mm -hmm. when he actually has it, he's going to be like, ooh, I see why <laughs> this is hard and why they were doing things the way they want. But I don't have that hope. Sure. I don't hold that hope. Maybe in. he fucking will. And I will eat my words, but he fucking will. Well, and he said he yeah. wanted you to be able to craft like in a like like in a video game, I believe were his words. Oh. Like have your own experience on Twitter. Which to me sounds oh. like mm. super right wing people can see a bunch of fake shit mm -hmm. and be like, Yes, I like this, you know. Right. I know we're already getting put into niche niches on Twitter where you're we're already usually only seeing the things you want to see and frankly yeah. whenever I am out of step with the rest of my Twitter following it's like upsetting like when the queen died and people were literally like celebrating <laughs> and I was like wait really <laughs> I mean I wasn't like you know it was just a very weird moment but anyway that's the last time I can remember being like oh is my people are kind of dark right now oh <laughs> I mean, give it a beat before we do the Irish step dance in front of her, in front of the castle. But I guess fine. I don't care. I mean, I don't, I guess I don't care, but I was like, whoa. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. And I have to just educate myself more on the, on the Elon Musk of it all. I just have chosen not to. <laughs> He's hell. And I haven't even, I haven't even fucking read it all. It's just like, I was reading about it here and there today as I could. And, uh everything i saw i was like you motherfucker and even like the things he's like when he says he like loves humanity just, what the fuck no you don't you don't even mm, i hate him i hate him so, so much. funny you so rarely go off it's a uh, i it's fucking great. hate him well he's just he's that fucking guy you know and he has so much power and oh my god he thinks okay. he's the smartest guy in the room and everyone says he is and like no you're not you're an asshole i have an important question okay fuck mary kill elon musk oh rob schneider oh he's conservative too and, gross. and ted cruz <laughs> how 
dare you? <laughs> How? You're gonna have to answer too. I will. I will. Um, I will. <laughs> oh, you already know. You're ready. You're. I know. Yours, yours is gonna be Mary. so. Is there any law that says I can't like pray mantis it and like kill them all after <laughs> I do the other acts? No, unless I get that one too. But like I can like fuck then kill. I still have to choose to fuck them and like marry then kill. Right. No, only you're only able to kill one. You're only able to you're only able to you only oh, can, oh shucks. I can only fuck one. And you'll um, have a, a long marriage to uh one of them. Well, I might well, I'm definitely gonna be cheating on them. Um yeah. and also <laughs> disobeying your rules and killing them all. But okay, okay. I will um <laughs> yeah or divorcing mm-hmm. or you know yeah i'm or fucking <laughs> once and then going to therapy for a long time and never seeing again <sighs> who do i mm, i gotta just <sighs> Ooh, i marry elon but i don't sign a prenup <laughs> okay. i was gonna say i would marry elon from this group so I don't know what that says. My initial instinct was kill, 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 kill. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going to take his money and um, Mm -hmm. I'll destroy him. Uh, I mean, it's got to be fuck Rob Schneider, right? And then kill Ted Cruz. (laughs) Like, or would you fuck Ted Cruz? I don't (laughs) think I would. Um, Wait, can I fuck him how I want to? Can I peg Ted Cruz? I guess. I mean, either way, I think I'm pegging. I've never pegged. I've never had desire to, but I don't want either of them to enter me. Because <laughs> um, oh, Rob has some really awful views, too. I didn't really, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that he's a Republican. He's not just, he's like gross. Oh. Like his views are probably just as bad as Ted Cruz's. Oh, um, here I was Ted just is, picking him because you always use he's him. He's gross. Work. Yeah, he's gross <laughs> in, in body and in soul. Um... <laughs> You know what? I'm pegging Cruz. Oh my I'm just god! Killing Schneider out the gate. That is unexpected, but yeah. I love it. Okay, How all right, you, you can do me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with these three, yeah, I with these definitely three. marry Elon Musk. Um, what if I replace Elon with Tucker Carlson? Um. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not marrying Tucker Carlson. I'd probably kill him. That's definitely yeah. what I would do. Um, and then, yeah, I would, I would probably kill Rob Schneider, mm-hmm. especially because of his politics. I was sort of, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Um, and then I guess I would just close my eyes and. Did <laughs> <laughs> you allow entrance? I mean, yeah, just cause like, I don't think that I'm like, I mean, yeah, I think that's just kind of the really? only way to go for me. Um, really? So, I mean, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to think happy thoughts. Have an audiobook on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, so glad we took this journey. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I learned about myself. I know. I know. Um, Me too. And I learned about you. So. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Buck Mary Kill really does heighten discourse. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel this discourse has been heightened. Um, and we've had it a good, has. robust debate here. Uh, we need yeah. to do a fuck, Mary kill episode where we just have like put a bunch of names into a random thing and then have mm-hmm. it generate them for us. Um, oh my gosh, holiday idea. <laughs> yeah. This Christmas, I'm unwrapping. But we have to have like two separate pools of like yeses and noes, you know? Uh-huh. So it, it's not like, you know rob schneider ted cruz and tay diggs because it's like i know what i'm gonna do oh you know right I mean? right it has to be a bunch of no's obviously and a yeah. bunch of obvious yeses yes absolutely great we'll work on that we'll work yeah on that. good idea good yeah. we'll get the intern on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> frankie can you type yet <laughs> oh what a cutie oh, baby oh my goodness any uh, let's see what else i feel like there was another well um, Kanye's an anti-semitist and do we really have to like are we getting uh, into i there's been a couple of things recently on instagram where everyone's posting like uh, like i support the people of iran i support mm-hmm. um you know my jewish friends and i've been sort of like okay i've got to post that be- but at the same time i'm just horrified that that's it's 2022 and that we're that that is a thing that must be said and like is the hate it does seem like the hate and the ignorance is virulent and recurring in a way that is so fucking horrendous i i think i've also been kind of putting that to the side the last month or two just being like no (laughs) No." yeah well and yeah apparently like half of people don't know that the Holocaust happened. Yeah, wait, I saw that. Do you know where that blew, where that, where where that, that statistic from? come from? I saw Amy Schumer post it. Yes, that's and I'm where like. Where yeah. did this come from? Um, I feel like she fa- also. I have not seen her new show yet. Um, Me neither. Um. Anyway, that's oh wait the new show like because the inside- new Inside Amy yes. Schumer. Episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, maybe um, that's what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's um. Like it's so. How are we not past this? Like the like the fact that anti-Semitism is still again so virulent is bonkers to me. That I mean, yeah, I feel like I, I want to fact check that, but I also feel like I've seen it a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So how irresponsible if that's not true? I'm gonna repeat it, um, <laughs> but, but it feels like it it is. Yeah, yeah, which is bonkers. I don't know if it's just like our specific subset of our generation, like that was i feel like the focus of like all of my history classes honestly yeah um and it should have been you know time should have been spent on that but it's it's so um it's so scary it's another one of those like very chilling things like seeing all of this all of these isms around us um Mm -hmm. and not and i mean one words have huge impact um, but words and actions, you know, hate crimes. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the correct thing to do when someone is potentially provoking violence with like blatant anti-Semitism is to remove them from the platform from which they use for that. Um, mm-hmm. I think with Kanye, um, I, I mean, I still think he should have been removed because he, regardless of the of what he what is going on in his brain right now the things he's saying will have the impact that they're having but mm-hmm. i do feel a certain kind of way about the fact that he's very clearly having a mental health crisis yeah. <laughs> and just it's you know i've seen like a meme going around about how like oh when's his conservator gonna happen mm-hmm. or like do we only do that to women like pretty mm-hmm. serious you know mm-hmm. um because 
I mean, I can't say he needs a conservator from sitting here and just Mm -hmm. observing that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, But if someone were in the midst of a mental health crisis so severe that they were doing that kind of shit, and if that's where that is coming from, you know, uh, I don't know, some temporary situation not some like permanent conservator to like reign over him but like he's also losing his money he's lo- yeah. you know like he's losing his livelihood his relationships everything mm-hmm. um and this isn't like Kanye's the victim moment but it's also like if he is in the midst of this crisis which it seems like he is based on everything mm-hmm. we know um it's just, just sad all around yeah it's like he's saying um beyond terrible awful things that you can't come back from and and yeah destroying his life and his poor kids and like oh it's just a fucking it's just a fucking mess all around yeah it's awful it's awful and i do weirdly like there is a part of me that just feels bad i mean mm-hmm. for him because anyone that's having these types of un- moments and aren't getting the help that they need or are not getting like the medications that they need it's it's scary and it's uh yeah i don't know where what the answer is like when intervention yeah. needs to happen uh, yeah it's hard to watch her so i don't apparently this is where my mind went but um charlie there on what was that movie um where Patton Oswalt was in it. <gasps> Young adult. Young adult. When she has that like breakdown at the child's party, mm-hmm. like the baby's party, and you're just like, oh my god, you're behaving terribly, but I feel quite badly for you. And that was there. she wasn't yeah. being like anti-Semitic or you know <laughs> racist or anything. Just sort <laughs> of selfish and weird, yeah, she wasn't but, yeah. doing anything that would provoke violence from other people. She was just being an asshole um that kind of thing where you're like watching someone do something and you're like oh god please stop you know because there are so many people who are just blatantly anti-semites or racists or homophobes or misogynists um and that's just who they are and what they believe but it Mm -hmm. it feels like he's having a a breakdown and maybe a break from reality and i am not his (laughs) psychiatrist this is purely speculation um it's just if that is the case it's just really sad but i mean i guess yeah when you're a celebrity anything you do is on that level but just watching someone fall apart like that yeah um it's quite sad it's really sad it's really awful oh man oh my goodness uh i feel like Every other topic that I can think of is just so such a horrendous morass, like Ukraine mm-hmm. or um, like what was that other thing? There was another Ukraine level thing. Oh, Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just as like a side, do I have the tab open? Okay, something spooky seemed to happen to a former leader in China in the middle of like a meeting with Xi Jinping and like everyone in government there. I think. Um, Hu Jintao he was escorted out of this like congressional meeting uh, and it's weird to me it feels like a moment that is going to get re- like dramatized in a movie like in the next two years or something but it just feels spooky I don't really um, understand like almost 
any of the context, but it feels like he was not expecting to be led out of the ceremony. Um, and uh, it's just uh, kind of disturbing. So anyway, like I feel like there's a lot of global stuff happening that's sort of creepy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Like Brazil's having another election and Bolsonaro, who's been in charge, is like very fascist, very Trump vibes. And um, his opposition has a chance, but like polls are kind of like up in the air. Um, so that's kind of a, a spooky one to watch. And yeah, so I mean, yeah, we were going to do a whole episode on Iran. Um, so we'll have to, we'll have to we'll dive to, into that. Yeah. Um, do some like updates on Israel and not Israel, Ukraine. <laughs> I'm sure or... there's some shit going on there too. I'm sure that, there's yeah. something. Yeah. There's it literally feel something like that's everywhere. Fixed. Yeah. The whole, <laughs> the whole world is uh, is a fucking mess, um, including obviously including us. We spent yeah. most of the time talking about the good old U.S. of A. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and sidebar that the the new like COVID like bivalent booster that. In my job, I've been like talking up, like, "Oh, go get," you know, because it looks good. It looks good for our facility if more people get it that mm-hmm. work at our facility. Um, and then, like, the data is coming out, and I'm like, well, there's a new Omicron, so the bivalent booster protects against Omicron, which is 100% of COVID in the United States right now. Mm-hmm. But within Omicron, Omicron itself has mutated to such a degree that apparently the new booster is no more effective than the previous boosters um great so apparently they provide about the same level of protection against getting severely sick as the old booster um but it's still better to get a booster than not to get a booster because of how immunity wanes over time but it's just like this bivalent I mean, they don't even have the old booster available anymore. So if you get a booster, it's the bivalent. It's no worse than the old one, but they thought it was going to be this big, like, yeah, moment. Um, And it looked really compelling for a moment there. But those spike proteins were just like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. Um, So that's not good. And there's the, the triple... Triple Triple demic, yeah, which is what it sounds like—not one, not two, trois, demics, epidemics, pandemics. So, Um, what would those be? COVID, COVID, and COVID, monkeypox, and flu. COVID, influenza, (laughs) and RSV. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, influenza, obviously, the flu, uh, RSV, respiratory syncytial—I can never pronounce it—virus, which impacts like kids often spread it at daycares but they're Uh finding more adults are getting it this year Uh um and both that and flu season are starting earlier than usual um and hitting people harder than usual oh Um, what it seems like but (laughs) the issue the they they theorize um and the covid is is because all these new variants are happening and you know but at this point we all we can all say the vaccines work quite well at preventing severe disease but they don't prevent contracting it as much as they used to for sure um but if you're vaccinated and you get it you're less contagious and if you don't get it you're not gonna get us like there are a million benefits to getting vaccinated and boosted don't get that twisted um it just isn't gonna protect you from getting it at all as much as, mm. as it used to 
Um, but basically the last couple of years, we all were wearing masks and not going out much in the winter time. The winter time is when, um, viruses spread because you're indoors not because you're cold because you get not because you're fucking cold (laughs) because you're because you're indoors (laughs) congregating inside in the closed walls this might have been Um, the first thing that i really got your goat on like 12 years ago it's just such a throwback (laughs) (laughs) i went i went outside and now i have a cold you get colds from viruses you have there has to be a virus present for you to get a cold um, but if you're out in the cold, if you're if it's cold enough to dampen your immune system, that can certainly make you more susceptible. Okay. To you know illness, but if you're that cold, girl, why are you snowshoeing in Alaska in your bikini? You know, um, uh, can't keep me down. That's why. Because <laughs> yeah, let me fucking live. The world is ending. It's what I want to do. Um, but yeah, because we were wearing masks the last two years, which study after study shows you know what they are effective against a uh, respiratory infection transmission mm. the intent was to keep covid out um mm-hmm. but it also you know really halted the spread of flu and rsv and um which was good in those years but now we're sort of opened up so to speak and on the rsv front kids don't have because normally kids i mean if kids in daycare school they get exposed to this shit all the time Mm-hmm. They haven't really built up immunity and they haven't, so they're getting sicker from it because they, their bodies haven't seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, maybe because adults haven't been exposed either, the adults are getting sicker than they usually do from RSV. Like I said, it's starting earlier than it did in like previous years, not just the last two years, but historically it usually starts later. Yeah. Um, same as the flu. So between all that, it looks like we're looking at three respiratory viruses striking simultaneously. And a lot of places, it looks like the South, um, I think maybe the Southeast, maybe the Southwest, are impacted the most right now, like with pediatric wings of hospitals just overflowing. Um, Yikes. East Coast, West Coast haven't necessarily seen that so much. Um, looks like certain certain uh, states are starting to light up a little bit with these things. Um but it's expected that this winter everyone's going to be kind of fucked with that. So oh, fun. Um, wow. wear your masks in groups, uh, wash your hands, which sounds like hand hygiene is actually quite important and quite effective. I um, do know this from my former job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I don't have the, the stats in front of me. I wrote a little ditty about it for our staff newsletter, uh, but it is quite effective. It's not a glamorous thing, but if you wash your hands regularly, if you have like germs on your hands, you don't realize how much you touch your face. You mm-hmm. touch your face, you got a nose, you got a mouth. It's going in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really effective. Like I said, vaccination. Um, there's no vaccine for RSV, but they're working on it, I guess. There's clinical trials underway for two different ones that are promising. Mm-hmm. Um, and flu and COVID, obviously, we've got vaccines and boosters. And as you know, from what I just said, uh, you're, you know, we might all get COVID again, but (laughs) (laughs) it's probably gonna be okay if you're if if you're boosted. Um, Oh, I have to go get my second booster because I had signed up for the double of the booster Mm -hmm. and the flu shot. Oh, I told you this. I fucking told you as if I didn't have enough on my plate. You didn't tell them. Yes, right. Yes, dear dear listeners. I went to Target to get my 
you know, just the, the CVS in Target, I guess, to be more specific. Got there, middle of the workday, thought it was like the best time. Nothing could, you know, not going to get canceled. Mm-mm. I get there and there's like this janky sign that's like closed early, reschedule. <laughs> and I Bye. was just like, are you fucking kidding me? And it takes a long time to get it in Seattle. It's like they're backed up for weeks. So anyway, irritating. Yeah. Still haven't done it. So, uh, or I should say I tried and I was blocked by, you know. Mother. CVS. Fucker. The powers that be. But I uh, that's a reminder that I've got to finish that. Check that box. Check that box and get those flu shots because the season's hitting earlier. Ugh. All right. I will do that. And yeah. it did. So be... Beware and be wary. Oh man! Well, great on that like great, delightful yeah. note. <laughs> Any good things? Taylor Swift's new album. <gasps> oh, so good. He was sunshine. I was midnight and rain. <laughs> so fucking good. It's like it's been out Vigilante for years. Shit. Oh my god. Yeah. It's. You know, I'm the old lady who still listens to Pandora when I'm at work, and uh, she's already gotten on my on my station. They already knew I oh, needed her great. thrown in. But I obviously, like a person, listened to the full album on my own. I just uh, have been listening to the full album over and over and thinking, yeah. like, this is – it's been a while since I've just, like, ripped through an album and just have it on repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah, it's a, it's a tear-through kind of vibe. It's yeah. so, and then when the, like, 3 a.m. came out, I was like, oh, God so good she's she's just she keeps hit after hit did it she did it oh my god everyone's a sexy baby (laughs) i'm the monster on the hill like ooh, queen yeah 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 Yeah. oh good everyone just make sure you check out that you know i'm sure she needs she needs our she needs our support it's not like it was like i think what number one of like literally all time or something yeah (laughs) (laughs) she Uh, needs our help she Support small artists like mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, you know? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So that's good. The Crown's coming back soon. Good. Oh. Just in time because House of the Dragon just ended its first season. <sighs> Still haven't seen that. I'm so behind on The Crown. Like, Queen what? wasn't even old yet when I stopped <gasps> watching. I know. When did you, did you stop watching when we were, like, living? Is it because I moved further away from you? <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't bear to do it without you. No, I think I, wa- I might have watched one season after that maybe then you're not that behind how many seasons are there four. Oh, i this think i watched two okay then i'm not okay don't okay, okay. judging guys okay <laughs> you have things to watch <laughs> you still haven't watched a single episode of real housewives and you act like you're the consumer of fine media as if <laughs> Okay, I will watch that if you watch House of Dragon and The Crown. I have like a list. And I, the have cr- a list. <laughs> I have a baby. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> Pick one to start and we'll yeah, go from there. Yeah, House of the Dragon. Because I'd love to just like have an excuse for us to talk about it on this sh- like on this pod. Like the focus okay. on women, you know, and like the pregnant. There's a lot All of pregnancy right. and stuff that they do. Well, I have done that. You've um, done that. So I will... Uh... I do want to launch it. It's just, you know. It's a good window because, um, like, you've already had a childbirth and you're not pregnant yeah. right now. And I feel like yeah. that's a sweet spot for this season. <laughs> All right. I'll get in while, while the getting's good. <laughs> Have you watched The Patient yet on Hulu? No. No, but it's on my list. I read it gonna... earlier for the last episode and I don't want to watch it anymore. Oh, no. Okay. I'm writing The Patient. 
I want to tell you what it is. Don't you. Ah! <laughs> Don't. Fine, I will. Oh, my God. It's very good. I watched the first nine of ten episodes. Okay. Steve Carell does an amazing job. And what's his face? Who I think was one of the Weasleys. Oh, um. He's a serial killer in the show. Is it Dom Hall Gleason? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. great. He's great, too. All, everyone's great in it. It's a great show. Um, okay. Yeah. Super up for that. Super yeah. So those are our recommendations, fans. I love it. Ah, uh, okay. Good. Good. Oh, it was so nice doing a uh, pod, a normal I know. pod. Normal. I know. It's not a stranger. I know. <laughs> They're all lovely, and it was lovely, but yeah. You know. Yeah, we just had to get a normal one out. It's been a weird couple of months, and I'm but I'm excited for everyone to hear the conversations we've been having on. Different yeah, books. they have been they have been great. Um, really, yeah, everyone we've interviewed, it's been really awesome, and it's been great, great to read. Yeah, you know, the last time I read a bunch of books was the last time we did this a year ago, and I was like, I'm gonna read more. Mm. Mm-hmm. She didn't. I know. Same. I mean, I read more. I mean, I read articles a lot. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so yeah. that's reading. That tweets is... are words. Tweets. <laughs> tweets are words. It's true. But also you yeah. had a baby in that time. Yeah, so. I literally have a baby. So yeah. I can, yeah. Yeah. I don't do, I can't anymore. <laughs> I have a job and a baby. Uh, all right. All right. Cool. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see everyone next week for realsies this time. <laughs> for realsies. Toodle boodles. Bye. Bye.